Hey, 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 and welcome to season two. Is it season two? I guess this or the new season. I guess the last one was just a really long season, 48 episodes long. So the new season of five minutes with Marco. And I'll be honest with you. I think from uh, what I have to say, this episode's probably going to kick it off with more like eight minutes, but you're a big boy, big girl. You can handle it. Okay, here we go. Today, I want to give you a handful of creative ingredient, creativity ingredients, or more accurately, a, a small selection of passageways that will potentially lead you to creativity in your youth ministry. At least, these are six of the passageways that regularly help me move into a more creative space. One, read widely. Reading widely leads to creativity, at least it does for me all the time. And by reading widely, I mean all different kinds of stuff. Reading fiction presents me with characters solving problems in ways I wouldn't think of. Graphic novels engage my creative right brain. Nonfiction sparks parallel thinking for seemingly unrelated issues in my life. Biographies often offer glimpses into how others creatively address challenges and create new realities. And maybe most importantly, reading books I expect to disagree with both helps me revi refine my own thoughts and pushes me to consider with compassion and curiosity other viewpoints. Two. Remix rather than ex nihilio. So this week I was about to heat up some Trader Joe's country potatoes and green beans, and it seemed a little boring to me. So I remixed it, adding a collection of additional items, sautéed onions and garlic, lemon juice, cashews and slivered almonds, spicy honey, and maybe the weirdest addition, fig butter. I regularly encounter youth workers who don't think they're creative. Almost always, they have the wrong perspective about the essence of creativity. You and I are not God, duh, and therefore we do not create ex nihilo, or meaning something out of nothing. I didn't invent figs. I remixed them. Reimagine your creativity as the art of remixing, bringing potentially disparate things together. Three, retreat alone. I remember being on a silent solo retreat in the desert when the idea of an event only for middle school youth workers came to me and I grabbed my laptop and I started typing out the idea as fast as my fingers could keep up with my thoughts. And that kind of thing has happened to me over and over and over again when I give myself over to silence and solitude for at least 40 or 24 or more hours. I've found, at least for me, there's something of a formula for the best creativity or the best creative space. Focus plus time, excuse me, that's wrong. Focus plus space times time. Focus plus space times time. Something... Sometimes creativity strikes in a blink, but I usually find focus to develop a creative idea. And my best creativity is always worked out in creative sp spaces multiplied by time. All of this adds up to one best practice, personal retreats. When I schedule time alone in a space that breeds creative thinking, my best stuff is birthed. Four, retreat with your team. The youth ministry volunteer team at my church recently retreated just for 24 hours at a mountain lodge we found online. 
There was strong resistance to the idea from several fronts since retreats like this require cost and time and attention. We might have come up with some good ideas if we'd met at the church or someone's home, but being away together for those 24 hours birthed a creative plan that will impact our ministry for years to come. Listen, the best creativity comes from teams, and teams are at their most creative when they get away for prayer and dreaming and play and imagining all things new. Five, get creative teens involved in think tanking. The most consistently creative input I received from a teenager came from a middle school girl most would have never noticed. Kristen Kristen was a bookworm and extremely shy. She spent all her free time reading or writing, but either due to a momentary insight or dumb luck on my part, I pursued Kristen to be part of our student leadership team, and she taught me something very important about creativity. Creative people of any age tend to be divergent thinkers who see things differently from the, the majority. My experience to Kristen led me to an experiment in creative input. I semi-regularly gathered a group of artistic and creative teenagers to function, function as an unofficial think tank for our ministry. None of those teens were obvious leaders or upfront types. Most of them were misfits in one way or another. They were naturally oppositional, but were cross-current thinkers with ideas and insights I would never have come up with on my own. In order to provide this cornucopia of ideation, they simply needed three things from me, permission, space, and encouragement. We certainly didn't activate all their ideas, but one out of 10 of them was gold. Six, everyone teaches. This is more of a semi-random creative idea to wrap us up, but it's super practical and you can, you can use it this week if you if you choose. It's a wild creative teaching idea that you can only use once in a while, but you'll find it might be the easiest and best teaching you give all year. Plus, as a bonus, it's a wonderful way for you to stir creativity as you watch the creativity of teenagers. So there's an old curriculum framing from the 70s. You may have heard of it. uh, created by a Christian education guru named Larry Richards. And you've probably heard of Hook, Book, Look, Took. Simply put, Hook introduces the topic. Book is what the Bible says about it. Look is what does the Bible mean and took is the application. Most youth ministry curriculum roughly follows this outline, whether it intends to or not. Here's the teaching plan, though. Pick a topic and a related Bible passage. I find it works best if you use a Bible story. Explain the basics of hook, book, look, and took to your group. Then divide them into four groups. Large or small doesn't matter. I've done this where uh, each of the four groups only had three people, and I've done it where each of the four groups had about 50 people. Assign each group one section of the teaching flow, hook, book, look, or took. Have a topic and Bible passage probably a story visible for their easy reference, and then give them about 15 minutes to figure out how they will, as a group, teach that section of the lesson. Then have the groups teach each other in succession. Even if they only kind of pay attention to their own contribution, they'll likely learn more from this engagement than from your best talk ever. Listen, remember, you are creative because you are made in the image of the creator.